Hello and welcome back to the Fitness Fee podcast. So today's podcast is a little bit of a QA. and um, some questions that I have received from my clients recently, some topics that they would like me to cover and I think that most people will be able to resonate with the couple of um, questions that I'm going to go through today. So I'm just going to dive straight in with the first question that was given to me. And it was, how do you keep motivation levels up? Okay. So motivation, it's that one thing that we throw the word around quite a lot um, and maybe use it as an excuse stroke reason for not doing things um whether that is fitness related whether it's tracking your food staying in a calorie deficit whether it's i don't know it could be something as simple as getting the housework done you just say well i'm not motivated to do it so therefore i haven't done it okay motivation is a very powerful but tricky beast uh, sometimes it's really easy to be motivated and you find yourself all wrapped up in the excitement of a new goal um, and you're determined to do it and you're out the starting blocks, fired off and it's like you're off. And yet there's other times where you find it almost impossible to figure out how to motivate yourself and you just feel that you're in this spiral of procrastination of thinking about it too much of all the reasons why you're not motivated um so it can it it can stop you from reaching your goals because waiting for it to make an appearance motivation it's just another form of procrastination. <laughs> I just said that, okay? The one thing you have to remember about motivation is that action comes before motivation. And even then, it might be that the action needs to re- be repeated more than once or twice before motivation decides to show its face again. And it is really overrated motivation. I really think it is. So many people rely on it to get them to their goals. Um, The most important thing that you need to remember is to get actually started. Once you get started and then the snowball effect takes place, you find that motivation then comes in and you don't even realize it most of the time because The results of what you're doing, which is your action, then creates this rolling snowball effect of motivation because you want to carry on the action that you're doing because of the results that you're getting, whether that is because it makes you feel better, because of sense of achievement, because you've accomplished something. Um, It then helps you get that motivation or mojo that we all strive to get so the question was we just what do you do to keep your motivation levels up well 
generally a loss of structure or routine usually kills your motivation straight away because your action your drive to to do the action has been removed by that structure that you had um uh, and you know while at, at times it's okay to slow down do things a little bit differently um you might feel that you're frustrated by not reaching your goals in the way that you thought. So there are definitely things that you can do to help get your motivation back. Okay. So one thing I would definitely do is I would look at your goals and zone in on one or two. Having so many things that you want to achieve at one time can be really demoralizing and can just really zap your energy. So choose one goal, start with that one and just focus on that goal and nothing else. So uh, another thing, okay, so we're just gonna go through some tips now. Okay, so find inspiration. So look at what it is that you want to achieve and maybe find people who might be in the similar situation and look at what they did what did they do to get the results that they wanted um get excited about your goal whatever it is talk about it visualize it write it down have it stuck on your fridge where you can see it every day or in your bathroom you know somewhere that you are going to see that goal and you think right that is what i want to achieve and to get to that goal it requires me to take action. Um, build a little bit of anticipation around it. Okay, you could set yourself a date. I mean, it doesn't. You, we don't. We're not talking like it can be anything, but don't build the pressure up too much. Too much, but building a bit of anticipation will increase your focus and your energy for the goal. Um, maybe tell some people in your life what your goal is because that's going to make you accountable then if you tell people that this is what i want to achieve and this is how i'm going to do it then you know next time you see them or talk to them they might say to you well how are you getting on with your goal and you can it's an opportunity for you to be accountable for the actions that you're choosing to make uh, get support have a support network whether it's online support or whether it's, you know, people around you, your family members, um, you know, talk to them, let them know what your goals are so that they can support you when the times get tough. Because there will be times when you don't feel like doing the things that you want to do. And it is just about putting that little bit of extra effort in. So start small, really small. Okay. If you're having a hard time starting, it might be that you're thinking too big. So whatever goal it is you've got, have a look at it. Can you break it down into smaller chunks? Take baby steps. Okay. Think about the positives. How you talk to yourself and your mindset is a massive game changer. If you think of all the reasons why you can't do it, then you're more than likely not going to do it. Okay, so a switch of the mindset and reframing can go a long, long way. So there are just a few tips 
for motivation, how you can keep your motivation levels up. What you have to remember about motivation, like I said, it is very overrated. It does require action for it to come along, okay? It is not going to be handed to you on a plate. Motivation does not do that, okay? You need to do something to get it back, okay? So, that was a good, that was a really good question to start off with. Motivation, we always, we always get that. I've lost my mojo. I don't know where my motivation is. That's always a chat, always something that comes up in um, my James Smith Academy chats all the time. Uh, right, the next question that I had was about how to hit your protein target in a day. Easy ways, easier ways to hit your protein target. Um, okay, so let me see where we are with protein. Um, so protein makes up the building blocks of your body, the main building blocks are your organs, your muscles, your skin, your hormones, and your body needs protein to maintain and repair tissue. Okay, so a good diet with a good dose of protein can help you build muscle whilst losing fat. Okay, um, most people don't eat enough protein, and generally. It's only when you start tracking your food, you realize how little protein that you're eating. Some people might only have it maybe once a day in their diet, if that. Um, if, you're, if it's not something that you're consciously tracking, you're probably only hitting about 50 to 60 grams a day, I would imagine. Um, so increasing that is A, going to help you feel fuller for longer um, and also help you uh, build some muscle if you're hitting an, an, an adequate amount. It can also help with uh, reducing cravings and snacking. If you make sure that you space it out throughout the day and try and aim for a serving of protein with each meal. So trying to get protein into your day, planning is definitely the key. So trying to think about are you getting a serving of protein in your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and maybe a snack as well? Okay, especially the snacks in the middle of the afternoon and early evenings, because that's when people tend to have time when they're craving. Maybe you didn't have enough to eat at lunchtime uh, because you were thinking, well, I'm going to have lower calories at lunchtime so I can have more at dinner. But then you get to about three, four o'clock and you're like, well, I'm a bit peckish now. And that's when the snacks come out. But if you've got a protein snack, protein yogurt, protein shake, a protein bar. Um, there's loads of things. Baby bells. Baby bell, like baby bells are brilliant for a bit of a nibble and a bit of a protein hit, okay? Um, things like that will help you, but you do have to plan for it, okay? Planning is definitely key. Um, you can use some proud... Uh, protein powder supplements if you like if you don't mind using supplements it's a good way to boost your protein if you are struggling getting it from food sources but ideally you should aim for food sources uh, as your main source of protein before um before 
go into supplements. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So yeah, it definitely plan ahead for hitting protein. Um, that will be your key for that. Um, so that's a, another good question. Another question, the next one I've got is, should I prioritize exercise or nutrition? Now I did a um, we did, I did a podcast on, on this the other the other week about um, with uh, LMT Fitness, and we spoke about the effects of exercise on fat loss. Um, and this is a similar kind of question. So what should you your priority be, exercise or nutrition? It depends, is what I'm going to say. It depends on what your goal is. If your goal is to get fitter, um, stronger, and healthier, then exercise is going to be up the top of the list. But nutrition is still going to play a huge part of that um, because you can't out-train a bad, inverted commas, diet. So a diet where you are eating more than you are burning, it doesn't matter how much you are getting into the gym or how much exercise you are doing, you won't lose weight if that is your goal, okay? You could eat the same and maintain your weight and focus on that, that's fine. If you just want to maintain your weight and get healthier, fitter and stronger, um, but you still need to make sure that your diet you are eating a balanced diet and that you're not eating more calories than you need. So nutrition is pretty much always going to come out on top just because it makes you feel better. If you're eating highly processed foods all the time, you, you're going to really, your body is really going to start to feel it. You'll feel tired, you'll feel sluggish, and you probably won't even want to do any exercise. And exercise isn't for everybody. Not everybody likes going to the gym, and that's fine. Finding the things that you love to do is key with exercise. I've spoken about this in the past. If you don't enjoy going to the gym, find something else. There are so many things that you can do out there, and there is something for everybody. Um, it might be that you need to take up a new sport or try something different, but don't think that exercise means going to the gym so for the question would you prioritize exercise or nutrition i would just say it depends really um it depends on what your goals are and it depends on what you enjoy but generally nutrition will come out top because even if you don't exercise then nutrition is always going to be the main focus for you and then the the, the other two questions that I had are very similar. So I'm going to kind of um, talk about them together. So one was how to navigate the weekends and the other one was how to plan for social events. So they're kind of the same sort of topic, shall we say. Um, so I'm just going to talk about both of those things um, to give you some tips on how you can negotiate um, weekends because a lot of social things happen at the weekend so it is kind of like the same sort of thing so what you can find is that a lot of people 
tend to be very restrictive with the foods that they eat and their diet in the week. Let's say Monday till Friday lunchtime. So you kind of stick to the same things. You try to be really restrictive with what you eat. You don't have any treats as such. Uh, Basically, you remove all the things from your diet that you enjoy, saving them for the weekend, and then you just go crazy at the weekend and have a massive blowout. Eat all the foods that you absolutely love and drink as much as possible because you know that you are not going to be able to do that until the following weekend or even the weekend after that. So therefore you're going to make as much use of it as possible that weekend. And then you're going to get around to Monday morning and you're probably going to feel rubbish about it. So you're like, okay, so I overate at the weekend. So I'm now going to really restrict myself this week to compensate for what I've just done the last two, two and a half days. Okay, so you're being reactive to a situation that you put yourself in and the choices that you made over the weekend, rather than being proactive. So what you could do is that you could make allowances and be flexible with your calories in the week if you wanted to, knowing that you say had a a special event to go to, uh, a dinner out or a party or something. Um, there is a difference and the difference is the mindset, okay? Because you are being proactive about the choices that you're going to make rather than being reactive to the choices that you made, okay? So it is definitely a reframe of the mind for this one. So there is nothing wrong with being flexible with your calories, like I said. So allowing yourself maybe extra calories at the weekend and then being so saving a few from the weekdays. But what you have to think about is how you get yourself in this then in this cycle then of lower calories in the week and then higher calories at the weekend. And it can become very much of a cycle. And there may be times when you feel that you can't get yourself out of that. So I would definitely think about social events and which ones mean the most to you. Okay. You don't have to choose to go hell for leather every single weekend or every social event that you want. What you have to think about is, are your actions going to take you closer to your goals or further away? So what is your goal? Is your goal to lose weight? Is your goal to slim down into a dress that you wore last summer, which is a little bit tight for you now? Is your goal that you want to wear a bikini and feel comfortable in the summer? If that's your goal, are the choices you're making right now in line with that or not? That's what you need to ask yourself. Are you willing to make some compromises to get there? Which might mean that... that You still go out and have social events, but you just do it in a sensible way and you don't go hell for leather like you're never going to eat a chocolate pudding again in your life, um, that you're never going to have a cocktail again in your life. It's just about making good choices and owning the decisions that you make. Another way that you could have a look at it is not being super restrictive in the week 
and allowing yourself to eat the foods that you love any time of the week. It doesn't have to be at a weekend. So although there may be like social events that happen, tend to happen more at the weekend, if you're saving your calories for the weekend because it's the weekend, you get yourself into this mindset of not allowing yourself to have the things that you enjoy. So you're not, if you enjoy eating chocolate um, and you don't do it in the week and you save it for the weekend, you will probably find that you overeat it at the weekend because you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to have this again. So I'm going to eat a whole family size bar of dairy milk now because I'm not going to be able to taste that chocolate until next weekend at the earliest. If you allow yourself to have some chocolate every single day, then when it comes to the weekend, you probably won't feel the need to eat a family sized chocolate bar. I can guarantee it. Try it. Seriously. The amount of clients that I've asked to try this and they haven't believed me for starters. And then maybe like a week to 10 days into it, they've gone, well, actually, I have this every day now. And I don't feel that I have to have a family bag size of minstrels every Saturday and Sunday. And that that then blows their calories out of the water because they have some chocolate every day. And there may be days when they decide they don't actually fancy that chocolate because they know they can have it tomorrow. These small, simple things can help you. And the same with like eating out socially. There is no reason why you can't go out and eat the foods that you enjoy eating and do it with no guilt at all. Think about what is most important to you. Be happy with the choices that you make. They are your choices to make and nobody else's. Okay. You can't be cross with yourself come a Monday because you decided that you were going to throw it all in the fuck it bucket because you had been good for four days previously, okay? You can't be cross with yourself for the decisions that you made because you chose to make them and you have to own those decisions. If you decide you want to have five porn star martinis, then that is fine, but own it and be totally fine with that. Do it with no guilt. Don't go into Monday trying to claw back what you, the damage you may have done, which won't be half as bad as you think it. What you just have to be careful of is that you don't get in that vicious cycle every week, every weekend, because if you are, then you will need to look at bringing some more strategies into play to help you get out of that. Um, so there are, I hope you've got a lot, there are a lot of tips there. So that was um, about the weekends and managing social events. Um, just with the social events, you, you know, there are good, better choices that you can make. If you can plan ahead then it's even better. If you can look at the menu, that's even better. If you want to make that choice before, you may feel that you're more in control. A lot, 
I come across a lot with my clients is where they know that they've got a social event coming up and they start to panic. They start to panic because they don't know how they're going to cope in that situation because they're not sure how they're going to be confronted by probably what's on the menu and how other people might react. So just having a plan of action before you go can make a huge difference because you it gives you control of the situation. So you might you know you might decide that you don't want to know what the calories are on the menu before you go because they've obviously changed the law with this now um but you might want to think well okay i'm going to have a look at my choice and have a look like a couple of things that i might like and then i'm going to see where that is in line with what my goals are is it going to blow everything out of the water what choices could i make that are a little bit better i mean could you have vegetables instead of having the fries it depends on what your goal is and what means the most to you. That is what the question you have to keep asking yourself. Being prepared and being in control of the situation can make a huge difference to a lot of people. It doesn't doesn't work for everybody, but for some people it can just take, give them the chance to go out and enjoy a meal, feel in control and actually enjoy it rather than worrying the whole time, which is not what you want to do when you're going out on a social event. So I have talked quite a lot there. Uh, I hope that you've got quite a few tips from those questions that we've covered. So motivational levels, protein, and prioritizing exercise or nutrition, and how to navigate weekends and social events. Um, so yeah, I have, um, I've covered quite a few topics there. I hope you enjoyed it and got a few golden nuggets from it. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you guys very soon.